Hi, my name is Elena Dacus, and I'm a host of Bossy Hills podcast. I'm a CEO, a business owner, and a corporate executive. For the last 15 years, I have bought and sold multiple companies worth up to 10 billion US dollars. I'm a wife, a daughter, and a mother of two crazy boys aged four and six. Join me here every week for the journey of personal development, self-discovery, and growth. I will be exploring new productivity hacks, time management tools, and business success strategies. I am obsessed with practical steps you can implement immediately to squeeze all the juice out of life and to become the best version of yourself, your authentic self. I know being a business owner can be a lonely experience, and that's why I love this loving and supportive community of like-minded women who support and cheer for each other. In this episode, I have a conversation with my friend Kim Wellington, a human design coach. Human design is a very powerful tool for self-discovery. It's a tool that will help you understand your energy type. And you can use that information to optimize your workday and even your relationship with your family. It's sort of a mix between Myers-Briggs and astrology with science backing behind it. Well, welcome, Kim. I'm super excited today. I have my friend, Kim Wellington, and uh, we're going to be talking all things human design. And I'm sure lots of people listening probably have no idea what human design is. And I definitely didn't know about it even a few months ago before I met Kim. Um, so, but I guess maybe one reflection before we start and delve into some of the questions around what human design is, what are the different energy types and how can people use it? Maybe one reflection from my side after I had my reading was that it was just a really powerful tool for self-discovery. Like it's really helped me understand myself better. Um, and I've read somewhere that it's kind of like spiritual Myers-Briggs, but it is, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's one way to maybe start off the conversation in terms of giving perspective people what it is. So yes, Kim, so yeah, tell us a little bit more about what is human design. Um, well, thanks, Elaine. Thanks for having me. I, I, I really enjoy, obviously, talking about everything human design and sharing these uh, this wisdom with the world. So really excited about that. Um, so, yeah, interesting that you refer to it as, you know, spiritual Myers-Briggs, um, which is, you know, it's a, it's definitely a, a good description. Another interesting thing is, though, which I think a lot of people don't understand about human design, is that it's actually also very science-based. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for people to kind of get caught up in like the woo-woo-ness sometimes of these, you know, these, because when you're looking at birth chart reading and times, yes, obviously that can sort of lead someone to that, but there's actually a lot of science behind it as well. Mm. Because, so human design, just to give you a, a scope is um, it's kind of, it's created, well, it was created and made up of these ancient wisdoms, which includes obviously um, the chakra system, astrology, the Chinese I Ching, 
and the Kabbalah, Tree of Life, um, as well as quantum physics. And so, you know, not to get too deep into like that whole side of things, but, you know, within quantum physics, we, you know, we really are just energetic beings. Everything is made up of energy. So a lot of what I talk about and a lot of what we, we do is just guiding people to really understand themselves from an energetic you know, yeah. perspective and kind of seeing themselves through this new light, this new lens of human design as if we're all energy, how does our energy work and how's the best way to utilize it and maximize it in a way that's going to help me create more flow in my life, you know, help me, um, you know, make better decisions, be on the right path, be on a more aligned path, yes. you know, whether that's to do with relationships or careers or just, you know, having a better relationship with your child or your mother or your partner. Um, so there's really so many ways. And, and obviously that all kind of stems down to the foundation of truly knowing who you are, right? Yeah. And so human design, you know, I don't like to think of it as like a box or a way of like labeling yourself. It's yes. more like, I like to think of it more like organizational buckets, right? It's just an yes. organizational tool to help you understand where to really fully just, you know, shine your energy and spend your energy in the right places rather than wasting it, you know, in the wrong places. Because, you know, we, the, the number one biggest complaint people go to, to doctors is I, I, I need more energy in my life. You mm. know, I need energy, I'm fatigued, I'm tired. Um, and that all really just stems down to obviously like stress is a big part of that, but we're giving our energy away in so many ways that we don't necessarily realize. Yes. Um, and so human design really just helps kind of simplify things as well and really just shows people where they should, like I said, focusing their energy rather than giving it away in the wrong places so that they can really conserve their energy for the right things in their yes. life. Right? So they're more energized. You know, they're not then met with so much resistance and struggle in life. Yes. So it's really just, a, like you said, it's a beautiful tool or system um, just to help people really ideally. Yeah. And I love how you said it's not a label. And I think that's really important because, I mean, I've spent 20 years um, in a career and there's all sorts of tools in the corporate world that yeah. they give you to identify who you are. And I always felt very kind of a resent, a resentment because I felt that I was being put in a box and it wasn't really reflective of me on a deeper level where this is for the first time, it was a reflection of me on a deeper level and it was no, no, no labeling behind it, which I thought was really powerful. Yes. And in fact, it helped me understand some of my conflicts that exist with me. For yes. the first time, I actually realized this is just an innate, exist, you know, this is a real conflict that exists within my energy type and just accepting that. So maybe Basically. one thing before we go further, I think one thing that people will find helpful if they can go on yes. the website and I think we'll share some of the links after this in some of the notes for the show that people can find it. And just to put in their information about their place of uh, birth, the date and the time, they can understand what energy type they are. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that it will help to kind of put this in the context. And perhaps we can, can you take us through the different types? Yes. So but perhaps the listeners have already Googled and now know who they are. And now we can tell them a little bit more about the different types. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, just to kind of go back a little bit as well, when, um, when you are pulling up your chart, if you, there's so many different websites you can use, and I will definitely give you the one that I, I use the most, which I find the most helpful and the most, you know, 
um, detailed orientated. Um, but when you're pulling up your chart, it may look really confusing and complicated yes. to you at first. So don't let that throw you off. That's why there are people like myself, you know, I really look at myself like a translator, just to yes. kind of like guide you through understanding what all of that means. Um, so don't let that throw you off and, and, and steer you away from understanding more. There are, there are lots of great resources out there, lots of great readers. Obviously, find somebody that I would say resonates with you, that you feel drawn to, um, being the most important thing, because that's your soul telling you which direction to go in order to yes. understand more about yourself. Um, but yeah, so getting onto the energy types, within human design, there are five energy types. Uh, so again, the, like these are... And, and, and just to also kind of preface, within human design, I, I never um, want to make anyone feel like limited or, um, you know, repressed by any of this information. I always try and present it in a way that is empowering, you know. So if there is something that, you know, a message that you hear that is supposed to be who you are and it doesn't align with you, you know, yeah. just put that information away. Um, really, but, but I feel like most of the time in, in the way in which I present it, it really does resonate a lot with people and their soul gets kind of lit up with yeah. this is who they are, you know, and they're like, oh my gosh, this is like permission <laughs> to be myself. That is so, exactly right. That's exactly how I felt during yeah. my reading is like, wow, you've just explained me the yeah. kind of the conflicts <laughs> and the struggles I've been working on in the simple terms. Totally. Absolutely. And that's like the most beautiful thing to me is when people really have that like aha moment of like, okay, I'm not crazy. This is just who I am. Right. Um, all right. So getting on to the five energy types. So we have, um, generators, which make up about, you know, the majority of the population. And there's two types of generators. There's, you know, sort of pure generators. And then there's also manifesting generators like yourself and myself. Yes. And, um, and these sort of make up about 70% of the population. So we live in a very generated dominated world. And, you know, these people are really, um, sort of draw sort of um sparked by their their sacral energy center so this is where the chakra system comes into play and we call them energy centers uh, within yes. human design rather than chakras so the sacral energy center is what they have is like their engine they really have um the ability to tap into that consistent energy on an ongoing basis and they are the only um, energy types that have sacral energy. The other three energy types, this is what kind of separates them, do not have um, sacral energy. Okay. So that's so the generators. They really are. You know, the most important thing for generators to be doing to do in this world is to do what they love. Yes. I mean, I know that is really should be said for all types. We should all be doing what we love in yes. this world. But often that is a little bit easier said than done because um, yeah. something that we do talk a lot about in, in human design as well is, and I know we talked about this a lot, is, you know, programming and conditioning from society, from school, yes. from parents, from friends, from all these different messages we get all day, every day. And basically, you know, we were told, you, you know, you, so maybe some, you know, like look at Marie Kondo, like yeah. she was never told she was going to be famous for being so organized and being, you know, be able to fold clothes. Right. So, exactly. Exactly. So if there's something you truly desire and love in life, follow those desires, irrelevant of what somebody tells you is going to make you successful or not. Yes. If somebody tells you that's not going to make you money, you're, you're wasting your time and energy going that direction. If you truly in your heart believe, and that's just something that 
lights you up and makes you so physically excited and happy in life yeah. and speak to that, follow that. So that's, that's a big thing when I talk to about clients and it's a big thing what, what a lot of people come to me, you know, needing guidance with them and they're not necessarily following their heart desires and all their yes. desires, which the desire comes from that sacral gut energy. So the, the sacral is really the gut. The gut, that's yes. Physical, you know, that physical feeling of like, oh, I just like drawn to this. I'm, I just like want yeah. to do this in my life. So and people say, feel it, you know, you feel it in your gut, which is like exactly where it comes from, isn't it? Not in your head, but exactly. actually within your body. Like you will get that feeling. Yes. And that's something else that, um, you know, we can talk about after I go over the types is just a big thing that I also guide, um, you know, people with this understanding where to make decisions from in their life. And so, mm. and that, like you just said, we're so used to our heads and making these decisions and thinking and yes. letting our minds rule our, our lives. Whereas that's, that's not, that, that's not our inner wisdom. Our inner wisdom actually lies within our bodies and our souls. Yes. Um, you know, the body, the soul, the soul really experiences life through our body. So mm. that's the way to get in touch with your inner compass and your inner wisdom. And we can go through that as well after we go through the types. Um, so anyway, going back to, going back to types. So we have pure generators. Uh, like I said, they are here to really just do what they love in life. And when they do what they love, they really, they, they bring a sparkle and energy mm. into the world that you can literally feel, you know, and, and, and other types need that energy brought into the world because they then use that and make something out of it. I think that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Actually, how different energy types bounce the energy against each other. And Absolutely. we know this in our life. Certain people just energize us. They just give us this power of energy. And I think this just explains why. Absolutely. And it's, and it's so beautiful because it, it shows us how we're all connected you know, that we're actually all really just like one big living organism and that we, we yes. really do need each other, you know, and not mm. in a bad way, but it's like, we're all part of this bigger piece, this bigger puzzle. And so when we see that connection and we're able to understand that on a deeper level, we can start, you know, using those relationships in more constructive and That's healthy right. Right. And even just being aware of it, I think for me, it's just that awareness yes. that knows, okay, well, this is what what is happening right now. And this, what I, and I think that just yes. it, there's a power in that awareness. Well, you just, you just said the magic word. I think awareness to me is probably the most powerful, you know, practice or thing or concept or, mm. you know, embodiment that we've come here to do is to be aware and be more conscious and be more alive in the present moment. Yes. Right. So that's something I talk about a lot as well. And that's really, and it's, it's also, also comes up when we talk about the mind because the mind really prevents us from like really enjoying life in the present moment. Yes. That again brings us to learning how to tap into the body because we really create awareness more through like, you know, our body and being aware of our gut feel and our intuition and our, you know, our, what our is telling us. And we need to be present in those moments in order for us to hear, you know, the, that aware, to be aware of yes. that awareness. Right? So that's something that I definitely, I mean, it's a daily practice for myself as well. It's, yes. not, it's definitely not something I have uh, mastered. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think, I think this do. is, yeah, it's the biggest thing, isn't it? Being present um, and getting out of your head, um, yeah. you know, it's just really kind of 
not overthinking it, not overanalyzing it and really listening to your body. Absolutely. And so that's a big thing we, you know, we focus on in human design as well. And each energy type or each sort of different design or person has a different body authority, um, mm. a place in which where they should, you know, really, like I think for you, it was your emotions. Yes. Um, and so that's, you know, where you should learn how to, you know, really listen to the world around you and guide you to make the decisions in your life rather than the mind. And so that's something I talk a lot about with my clients and with people about just learning how to tap into that and the tools to really guide and understand how that plays out in your life, right? In a yes. simple, you know, way. Um, all right. So anyway, then let's go on to the next generator. yeah. generators. Yeah. You know, they, they really are, you know, it's not about initiating in life and going out there and feeling like they have to like make things happen. And this is also something which comes to conditioning that we've been told in order to like be successful, we've got to go out there and struggle and suffer and make things happen and, and really like go, you know, grasp yes. and get at things. But really for generators or all types, it's really about focusing on what you love. Focus on the things that light you up. And when you're in that flow, the universe will support you and bring you the things that you're meant to have in your life, right? Yes. So really that's generators as Ra Uruhu, who was the founder of sort of human design, and he channeled this information in. He always said generators were the luckiest people because they really just have to sit back and wait for the earth, wait for the universe to bring to them things on their path. Yeah. And that can sometimes be very hard for generators because they're so used to like, you know, they have lots of energy. Yeah. And they've got to get in the rat race and they've got to like go out there and initiate and initiating is not part of their energetic sort of um, code. And I think this is where a lot of people may feel at a crossroads in their career or maybe they feel frustrated because things are not happening the way they wish they it was happening. But actually, it's because they're just energetically not aligned with their type. They're perhaps creating some actions and because they feel the need to move and create an activity but not focusing on the right thing. Well, actually, if they just focus on something that aligns to them, they would have achieved a much bigger result. Yes, and you said that you said the absolute key word there for generators. Whenever generators are feeling frustrated, mm. and it can be sort of all kinds of levels of frustration that like, you know, annoyance or irritation or why aren't things happening or why, why aren't things going the way I, I, I think they should be going. That is really a sign from the universe trying to show you and guide you um, that you're not on the right path. Yes. Right? So we, and, and, and I also guide people to understand and kind of shift the way in which we see things as not like, Oh, why is this not happening for me? What's wrong with me? Rather look at it through the lens of like, okay, this is the universe trying to help me. These are signposts trying to guide me back to the path that I'm actually meant to be on, right? So we have never been taught this, that the universe is here to support us. And we are meant to have beautiful lives of abundance and joy and and, and these, you know, extremely wonderful lives. But the system in which we live in prevents us from, you know, believing in that. That's right. That's right. That is a big thing, and that's a big thing for generators and manifesting generators, that whole, like, level of frustration and irritation, like, why is things not happening? That's right. 
really just the universe showing you, hey, you know, we, you need to course correct. You need to figure out maybe you did something that was not energetically aligned for you. You didn't listen yeah. to your gut. You listened to your mind and you said yes to something that now you're in and it's not meant for you. Yes. you know? And that's a lot of what we talk about um, in our sessions as well. And just trying to show people where they have places and there could be relationships, business partnerships, you know, whatever it may be where they're feeling that like um, that mm. not that lack of flow, right? And that flow. Like struggle. That's that's when you know, that's when you know, okay, I need to recoup. I need to figure out, take a step back and, and get back into like the path that is meant for me. And so that's a lot of what we talk about is like finding the path of alignment, right? And alignment, alignment yes. with, your, with your higher self, what, what your soul came here to do. Yeah, and we all experience these moments of flow. I'm sure that everyone who's yeah. listening, there were times where you know time disappeared. You were just happy, and everything was shining. Um, yes. And that is a flow. That means it's effortless. You don't have to try work hard at it. It's just it's very natural. It happens exactly. It's just organic, and it's just mm. you feel like you literally are the water flowing down the river just peacefully. You know, and that's and it's a beautiful feeling, and that is possible for everyone and everyone. that's the biggest thing that people need to believe is that we did all come here to live these beautiful flowing lives we yes. now need to take back the power and and this is the beautiful thing with human design as well it, it helps show and kind of shine a light on the places where you have been conditioned to believe otherwise yes right? so now it allows you to see like okay so no i'm i'm actually more this way i don't have to be this way because my mom was this or my dad was this exactly. or my he told me to be this way I actually align more with doing it this way so yes. it's about really breaking those layers down and knowing like okay I can I can do it this way and this is what's going to bring me more into alignment and more flow and I don't have to listen to these people so it's really about learning how to like quiet all the noise around us right yes. and really tune in and focus on yourself, as you rightly said. And also just want to add, I think the strategy to respond, you know, some people might find it confusing. Like, what does that mean? Does it mean I just sit here, do nothing? And I feel like it's then things will come to you. They might yes. come in a way, an email pops into your inbox yes. or you see something on the billboard or on Instagram and you're drawn to it. Yes, so it's exactly. listening to that. Isn't and that's it? like being aware, right? So that's where awareness comes into play as well. Being able to be living in the in your everyday moment, aware enough to notice these signs or these people or opportunities or whatever it may be that literally get dropped into your path from the universe. Yeah. So when and another big thing with generators and manifesting generators is that they need to learn to say no right often they become like people pleasers and we're saying saying yes to too many things you kind of clog up your aura and so when you learn to say no from a place of like okay I don't actually feel aligned with that thing I don't really want to go and do that I don't yes. actually want to go to that event then you're opening up your aura to allow the right things to then be dropped in your path that you can then respond to accordingly and for generators to respond, it's by responding through your gut. You'll know, like if something lights you up, if somebody invites you to an event, you'll literally feel in your body, oh yeah, that sounds fantastic. I'd love to go to mm. that. Or no, I, that I, that's not what I want to do. But if you're feeling you know, obligated or like, I'm going to be a bad friend if I don't go. Yes. And you go to the event and then you're hating it. And then you're feeling very frustrated and you're feeling lack of energy because you're doing something out of alignment with who you are, what you're yes. meant to be. Doing. So 
Yeah, and we all had that, right? And you just, oh, I wish I didn't go to this. It never turns out good. <laughs> but you're right. You always have that feeling. And then it's in your head. You try to justify why this is a good idea, why this will be helpful. Well, actually, your body was giving you a really direct answer. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And and that's the beautiful thing. And so it does take a little bit of practice in the beginning, mm. you know, to, to really learn how to, to notice those signals, to tap into it, especially if, you know, someone's been living so much in their mind, which most of us have been because that's all we've known all our yeah. lives. We've never been taught this way. So this is a new way of living, but it's, it's, it's so easy and it's possible. It's just about, again, awareness and yes. constantly coming back to learning, okay, I, I, my body was telling me there that I shouldn't go and I did go and now I can see the connections and the patterns. So now next time I'm going to make a better decision. Yes. Right? So it is a learning, it's a journey. It's a, it really it's is a, a journey, journey, isn't it? It's a practice. And it's a muscle that you have to flex yes. because we haven't been used to tapping into our guts, you know, or generators haven't been used to that, you know, that sort of gut um, sort of feeling. So, yes. well, actually, and most of the time they are anyway, you, actually a lot of the time they're listening to the guts, but not all the time. So mm. it's really just now starting to use that in a more um, ongoing and for everything basis. Yeah. And the beautiful thing also about the gut is it's, it's, um, it's there to help us guide us through all our things. Like even in the morning I wake up and I say, all right, gut, you know, or body. What yeah. How are you, you feeling today? Yeah. How do you, um, do you, would you like, you know, smoothie or would you like eggs for breakfast? You know? And so the other thing about the gut is it's a very binary system. It works very black and white. So you have to ask the gut this or that kind of questions, not open-ended questions. Cause that, and this is also a beautiful thing when I do um, a lot of relationship readings for people and they're, you know, generators, yeah. I teach yeah. them or guide them how to ask each other questions. And it's the most mind-blowing, simplest little thing. Like I think I said to you, get your husband yeah. to ask you this or that questions. If you want to go to the movies or do you want to go for a walk? Yes. You know, what, not do, what do you want to do tonight? Because that open-ended question for a generator is like, whoa, that is way too overwhelming for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. I remember yeah. my husband once, I think we were going on honeymoon somewhere, and he asked me a question. So, darling, where in yeah. the world do you want to go? Like, uh, I don't know. It's that way was, too much for a generator. So that's why I, it's such a simple tool, but literally just asking each other black and white questions or this and that, or yes and no, can yeah. like change a relationship. Yeah, it's just <laughs> an easy choice. Yeah, exactly. Cause less frustration. So yes. <laughs> that's a simple little tool that you can incorporate into your lives. Um, sorry, I, I'm, I'm recognizing I'm spending a lot of time No, that's good because I think generators are very, you know, there's lots of people... A yeah. very common lots of people with that type so i think it makes sense that we actually spend some okay. time on it yeah <laughs> i mean i could spend hours and hours talking no, about exactly <laughs> well let's move on to manifesting generator next. all right cool. yeah so manifesting generators obviously i have a, a soft spot in my heart for them because i am one and i know <laughs> you are too so um it's been really empowering for me to learn about myself as a manifesting generator so what separates or differentiates manifesting generators from generators is that so generators you know very much they you know their their li their life path or their sort of line to success is a very linear path right yes whereas manifesting generators can be are sort of multi-passionate 
hybrid beings. Yes. So we're made up of two different energy types. We're actually made up of generators and manifestors. So obviously we have that generator energy in us, but then we also have that manifesting energy. And I'm going to get into the differences as well. But um, basically the biggest difference is that we will have many different passions in life, not just one. You know, there won't just be like one thing that we kind of stick to and we'll, you know, carry on with in life. But we kind of can jump from, um, you know, the health industry to like for myself, you know, for instance, the health industry. And now I'm doing like human design and I've been in marketing and I've, you know, really done the gamut of things. And I've really, it's about tasting the buffet of life. Like, yes. So, and where the conditioning comes into play for manifesting generators is often they are told or they believe that there's something wrong with them. If they're, you know, constantly liking so many different things and that they, yes. they need focus they need to like you know really just start to hone in on one thing and spend your energy there and that's going to bring you success but for manifesting generators that's not necessarily the case mm. you know we, we kind of take different skills and learn different tools from each different thing that we you know we have a passion yes. in. and then so, it becomes a picture after you exactly, gain all those different yeah. experiences and then put them all together Exactly. And so we have a bigger toolbox because we've been able to like experience all these different, you know, things in life, all these different careers, all these different people. Um, and so for a manifesting generator, if they're interested in something, I always say, go for it, do whatever it is yes. you love to do and do it until you don't love it anymore. You know, so don't ever feel like when you get to that point of like, this doesn't light me up anymore. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with you. That's just yes energetic timing and divine timing telling you that you've gained everything out of that and now it's time to move to the next thing exactly so that can be really hard sometimes in the world that we live in where we're kind of messaged and told that we you know you know we really need to stick to one thing you shouldn't be jumping around and you know you if you want to be successful in this world you've got to like really like master one thing one thing yeah also changing a little bit as you know the world is changing so I think it's just an empowering thing for manifesting generators to understand about themselves. Yes. And I think one thing for myself, that was definitely always a conflict in a way that I'm really enjoy productivity and all those teachings around actually multitasking is bad and you must focus on one thing. Yes. Um, actually learning that energetically for me, multitasking is okay. It's energetically correct. Absolutely. It's actually energetically correct. And I've noticed even my, the way I work, I will have 10 tabs open yeah. Yeah. and that's okay for me because I also, this is how I get my energy from. Yes. Definitely. And that's, I feel more energized when I do that, where for some people, this will be a complete nightmare. Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's really about embracing now that you know this mm. about yourself yeah. and you don't yeah. judge yourself, right? So you have more compassion for yourself. Um, and then we can also have more compassion for others. So say somebody has a manifesting generator in their life and they can understand this and see them through this light. They're like, oh, okay, that's why that person okay. does all that and has all those things. Like I can literally be watching TV and be like on my phone and, and sending emails, you know, yeah. and my husband, he, you know, I have to sometimes remember that he doesn't operate that way. He literally, when he's focused on something, I cannot talk to him. Because yes. he's focused in that thing. Whereas I can have a conversation, be on an email, cooking, yes. know, <laughs> feeding my child, all these things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and that's okay. Actually, I feel energized doing that. Yes. That doesn't drain the energy. It makes me happier. Yes, absolutely. And so definitely, um, uh, you know, sort of multitasking and having many different passions is, is definitely all part of, of the manifesting generator. 
Um, And then within manifesting generators, there are sort of two different types of manifesting generators as well. You can be more generator or you can be more manifester. Yes. You know, that also kind of helps understand um, a little bit more about the energies. And so we talked a lot about the generator side. And so just to kind of tap into the manifester side, And then afterwards, I think we'll, we'll talk about manifestors um, because they're really interesting. Yes. Well, we're, they're all interesting. But. They're all interesting, isn't it? They're all great. <laughs> Not like one is better than the other. No, exactly, exactly. And it's so funny. I really, and I, you know, I'm a manifesting generator. My husband's a manifester. My child is a projector. So we, we've got, you know, four different energies in this house. Yes. So it's wonderful because I, I can now see how it all plays out, you know, interestingly and differently. So it's, it's yes. really, they're all beautiful. Um, but so yes, to talk about the manifesting side, um, it's really to do with, it's a more, it's a much quicker and like spontaneous energy. Mm. So you'll get like these urges to just suddenly like do something and pure manifestors have really come here to like initiate things in life. They are the initiators. They can come here and not have to like, like a generator has to wait to respond. The manifestor doesn't have to wait to respond from anything from the external world. They literally just get an, an um, you know, an urge or an idea or an, something inside of them can just literally come from inside and they can just want to go out and do it. Um, and obviously they have to also check in with their various uh, different inner body authorities. Uh, like I said earlier, it's, you know, making sure that it's, if you're, you know, if you're emotional authority, your emotions, mm-hmm. you're feeling connected to whatever that thing is. You're not, it's not the mind telling you, Oh, you should go and do this because this is going to make you lots of money. You still have to check in with the body. Once you've got that urge to do something, you still have to check in with the body and say, okay, is this meant for me? Is this the right thing for me? And the body's giving you the go, go, go. Then you go out and you can just do it. And once you do it, you have, they have the energy to just really make, they're like the fire starters to like really get things going in the world. And I guess this is where you, you know, I think this is where the actual individualized reading is helpful because everyone will be different. And although we talk about the generic types, actually there's a lot more detail around it. And what part of your body will drive your decision-making? Are you emotional? Do you create the emotion or do you, are you defined or not defined? Um, So I think that's where it's helpful to understand that detail, which is a lot more specific to who you specifically are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I can definitely relate to it because when I first got into, you know, human design, even though there's so many resources out there, it really is helpful to have somebody kind of pull the whole picture together for you, you know, which is what I do. So I really help people understand and translate their charts, but bringing it all together in one piece. So even though there's like all these different pieces and different parts and different things that we talk about, I can you know, it's also helpful to summarize it and, yeah. and then, and then look at the bigger picture, kind of zoom out a little bit and be like, okay, so what is the, what does this all really mean? Yeah. Right. And so, yes, it, it can't, that's again why I say it can be overwhelming at first, but because there are, there's so many layers to human design, you yeah. can really go so deep there's you know we're just talking about energy types and we're, we're talking a lot about it yes yes <laughs> and there's profiles and then obviously each you know energy type has a strategy and authority and then you can talk about the gates which are your you know sort of unique gifts that you've been given in this life and then there's channels and yes. there's a lot of information and i think this way <laughs> it can be a bit overwhelming and confusing for someone who's not familiar with it um yeah and i think it's just yeah. taken step by step and help you know 
getting help on it because I think this for me this was helpful to understand actually my throat chakra is really important my voice and when I speak and I feel it like that is something that's always been a big part of my life and um, that's something that came up in my reading for example yeah exactly and it's so wonderful when you then are able to kind of like make those synapses like those connections you're like I've always felt that and now I know it so yeah. now I can I can really focus my energy on that on the right places because that's what really brings me true joy in life right so that's to me like really summarizes the the whole thing of human design and what's yeah. so helpful about having somebody read you know your chart or, or translate it all for you and bring it all together because it, it you it, it's just super helpful and more empowering to then yeah. see yourself in the light that you came here to shine you know yeah so let's go back to money manifestors so yeah. they have lots of ideas and so what is their strategy in terms uh, of so manifestors i'm just going to backtrack a little bit yeah. more this so is the way in which they work they're very like i said earlier when we were talking about the types in general manifestors now we're getting onto one of the types that do not have sacral energy right mm. so that sacral energy is you know really just this consistent engine that you can always tap into but if you don't have it like manifestors um they, you know they they obviously they have energy but it's not as consistent and it's it's more like waves so they work more in like bursts um which is why it can sometimes be really tough for them they they find it challenging to be in like a typical corporate nine to five environment okay right because a doesn't really align with their energy so well because they can they'll work they'll get this like you know in this this um um what's the word funnel is a funnel yeah this kind of kind of channel universal channel yeah and they get an idea or you know this inkling to go and do whatever it is they're suddenly now um you know wanting to do and then they go and they put all their energy in it and they're like, and they, when they're in it, they're in it, they're working, they're, mm. they're just giving their all. But then, you know, they can work at like, you know, week long or like sort of longer breaks, but then they need to take time and really like reset and, and, okay. and stop. So they work in bursts. Um, so that's really interesting and important for manifestors to understand about themselves because, you know, they, um, like I said, the nine to five world doesn't, doesn't really, yeah. you know, allow that yeah and they can probably i can imagine they feel they can if not knowing this can feel frustration at the time where they don't have that burst of energy and some people will be thinking well why am i not feeling how i felt two weeks ago i feel maybe demotivated low i mean i'm sure there's all sorts of emotions can be attached to this yeah and this is again where conditioning comes into play right because um you know, they can often feel like, because they have very big auras, they're very big energetic auras. I mean, you know, a manifesto walks into a room, you kind of know it, you feel it. They just have this very, very, very powerful, very powerful way. They're powerful people and they've come here to sort of create movements, be trailblazers um, and be very different. And so often that can be very challenging and hard for a you know manifesto to get their head around and they're always trying to fit in. So they're always trying to be people pleasers. They're trying to do things according to like society rather than being their unique different selves because that unique different person you know, will be the one to, you know, draw attention and, and a crowd to then follow a new movement or create a new, you know, way of doing or a way wow. of being, whatever it is. Wow. So that's why 
you know, my manifesto clients are always like, it's so interesting because I always have to encourage them to really step into their power, mm. to really like embrace mm. the uniqueness and who they've come here to be. Um, and I, my husband's a manifesto and it's just the most beautiful thing to be around sometimes because they are just so magnetic and interest, you know, just really this energy that they have is really powerful. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, yeah when they step into their power, obviously when they're really living in their design, that's when you see it, them shine. They really are here to shine and to draw people towards them. And another thing with manifestors is a big thing that they have to learn how to deal with in life is that not everyone will love them. And so they, they try to become people pleasers to, to please everyone, but that's not who they came here to be. They're meant to, you know, do the thing that's so different and just own it, yes. stand in their power and know Yes. When doing that, that the right people will follow. Right? That's interesting. And also this thing that's about informing. And also this thing about informing. Yeah, um, so that's their strategy is really about um, just communicating because the throat chakra, you know, for manifestors, all manifestors have the throat chakra defined. So for them, it's really about communicating and just informing and telling the people around them what they're doing, what they're into, what they're getting up to, what, what this means. And that sounds really simple to us. But to them, it, it can be a quite a tough thing to do because they're not, they're so used to just getting in their process and then doing, 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 and forgetting to like tell people what they're actually doing. So when they forget to tell people what they're doing, that's when they can be met with resistance and yes. annoyance and irritation. That's when they get angry and they get like frustrated and like, oh, why, why are these people just not listening to me? Why is things not happening? So that's, it's a yeah. simple step. And I really like think I, I look at it like in the like an analogy of like when you drive a car right and you get to like a stoplight when this when the stoplight's red everyone stops and you only go when it's green if you went before it was green there'd be like chaos you know yes. and there'd be accidents and there'd be drama so it's like really just following a simple rule you know just like energetic laws um, that will then bring you just more like flow. And that's for yes. them is just a simple thing for them to like start incorporating into their lives. Yeah. And I think this is an interesting thing. It's informal and not necessarily asking for permission, but just, yeah, no. you know, it's kind of energetically letting people know what's happening. And even for me as manifest and generator, that's another thing. And as you say, it's actually very difficult to do, to actually yeah, inform yeah. others. It might seem simple, but actually it can be quite challenging for people just to let them know what their plans are, what their ideas are. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Also yeah, because people might think of a dip, you know, they might not get the reaction they're expecting. That's a big thing. That's a huge thing for manifestors too. They're sometimes scared to, to say what it is in case it's met with resistance or in case it's like people aren't going to like me or people are yes. going to judge me or whatever it is. So it, you know, we have to get, they have to get over that, you know, and, um, have, yes. and again, that comes to just really stepping in your power and truly believing in yourself. Right. So that really comes down to, and you know, it's interesting. I really, it's like, a, this is a common theme that I talk to no matter what people's types are. And it's, it's really about every type is about stepping in your power and, and really just truly believing in yourself. Right. And so that's a lot of the inner work that people often have to do because we've, being thrown into the system, uh, which doesn't encourage that, you know, it's very like black and white and very polarizing, lots of duality out there. And if you're not on this side, then you're wrong and right. you're right. And, you know, so it's really about like ha being brave enough to stand in your own essence and own it yes. and just go through it and deep inside that that's who you've come here to be and to walk that path and then just believe and trust that the universe will, will support you once that's you're right. in that. 
will bring you all the people, all the opportunities, all the success and all the flow once you're, you know, aligned. aligned. Once you just once you're aligned with you. That's the that's always starts with the the you that's first. Right. Right. And you, you'll be so much happier that way as well, isn't it? Because I think this is what, it, you know, there's a lot of kind of um, this models of success and there isn't just one model. You know, some books say this is what you need to do in order to achieve success, but that's just not right for everyone. And even Absolutely. if you achieve that success, the whole point at the end of the journey is the process. And then when you look back, are you happy? Yeah, exactly. And have you enjoyed the process? And, and, and exactly, it's not a one-size-fits-all, you know, formula and model. And that's what I find so beautiful and so empowering about human design is that it shows us actually like where our differences are. Actually, what works for you may not work for me, you know. And so I then can like do my thing in the way that I came here to be, but I can also give you the space to be you in the way you came here to be. So yes. that to me is like, it's like, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's just, it's so much more empowering. And I feel like so, that's why I get so excited about that's this. I right. want more and more people to like understand who they can, who they are so that they can stop the noise around them and just really that's right. be you. Because we, you, we need you to come here to be you. I don't yeah. need you to come to be the, the person next to you. You know, that's I right. need you And to I think, yeah, I think that's the most powerful actually is being, you are perfect as you are. Um, and Absolutely. I it's, but that's the truth, isn't it? If you align to who you are and you work with your strengths, with your soul, actually you will be in the flow. You will be happy. You will be enjoying the process. And as an outcome, you will achieve the great successes in life. Absolutely. But you will have fun while doing it. Absolutely. And, and to believe that that's all possible. That's the thing, right? And so it really just comes down to like who you, who you came here to be. Yeah. And like, I think... Everything that's been going on in the world this year has been interesting because it's forced a lot of people to look inward, right? And I think that's a beautiful thing because really it's it's like we should we need to stop focusing on the outward, like what's happening out here, because the only way to change, truly change anything is to start with yourself. Yes. So it's really about like focusing on you. Who are you? What did you come here to do? What do you love? What do I like? What yes. do I want to do? You know, where do I want to go? You know, so you know, it's not a selfish thing at all. It's, it's, it's actually the most powerful thing. So that's, that's what right. I love about this, this beautiful system and this family and this like, you know, community, because I just see how much it really helps. And that's to me is the most important thing. Yes. So let's move on. So I guess what, what is the next type projector, is it? Uh, projectors yes uh so projectors also beautiful beings um my son is a projector so i also have a lot of experience with that yes. and it really has changed and helped me understand he's two and a half years old so you know i have known this you know pretty much his whole life and it's helped me understand and guide him to be who he came here to be rather than him trying to impose my ways and you know, the way I am on him. So projectors are really interesting. So they are more of like the guides mm. again, they don't have that sacral energy. So they've not come here to like do, 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 and work, work, work and slug. Not like any of us have come here to do that, but you know, in terms of when they are their whole um, sort of, purpose through life is again to to really find the thing that lights them up find the thing that really makes them happy and focus on that and master their craft so they often have like some kind of niche um sort of uh thing that they're into or that they're really good at 
Um, and like I said, they're the guides. So they're kind of like the, the birds up in the tree that can, you know, see over everything and see how things can be done differently um, in order to be more efficient. So they come here and they take things that have already kind of been created and they can, you know, make things more efficient, make uh, systems more easier to understand. Or so they kind of simplify, they can simplify things and they guide people to be able to like live better or do better or understand things better. Um, but within that can lie their, their challenge because, because they see things differently and because they see the world through a very different lens, a more like simplified, more focused, more um, um, efficient lens. Yes. They want to constantly tell people how to do things, right? Yes. So this is where they can be met with a bit of bitterness, which is their, um, you know, um, lower vibrational feeling when they're not in the flow and what they need to be doing is waiting for an invitation that's their strategy okay. and what that means and it doesn't mean that they must be sitting on their couch just waiting for people to come and call them this is where they need to be waiting i mean sorry they need to be spending their time and energy on themselves you know mm -hmm. doing what it is they love really like getting into understanding the process and, and, you know, let's just say for instance, someone's an artist and they're a projector, you know, so they, they just need to spend their time like learning about the techniques and how to better their techniques and how to like really use the, you know, the format and the different paints and the different brushes and whatever. And that's, and then when they're really focusing their energy just on doing what they love and enjoying it, that energy projects outward right oh, wow. and then people will pick up on that energy and they will then you know then invite them to be like oh that's a beautiful painting i would love to buy that from you that's an invitation right so it doesn't have to be like an invitation like oh hey would do you want to come you know sell this to me it's it's energetic invitation energetic right? invitation. even even um you know people who have clients who are, who have bookings if somebody books with you that's an invitation right? Because they're inviting you to spend your, yeah. or to share your knowledge and your wisdom with them. So really, I mean, so if you think about like, let's just say like a, even like a human design reader, for instance, I'm not a projector, but I'm just using it as an example, yes. you know, say, you know, I will say I was a projector. My goal, my job is to like really just learn about human design and really like, you know, spend my time and energy yes. really being sure that I, I fully understand it and I'm in it. And if it's what I love to do and then people will hear about it, they'll come to me trying to book my time. So that's really what projectors are here to do. And so they, their energetic flow happens when they are not pushing and trying to um, impose their mm. ideas, the way in which they see things on people, because if you're, tr and often they can be seen as bossy or, you know, um, pushy because they're always trying to tell people what to do or how to do things better because that's the way they see things. Yeah. But they need to wait to be invited to do so. They need to wait for someone to be like, oh my gosh, you know, I know you're really good at this. Would you mind helping me understand this concept better? And when there's that energetic exchange and flow, then it just leads to, you know, again, more flow and more yes. progress in the right direction. And it's quite a rare type, isn't it? It's like, yes. Yeah. As with manifestors, actually manifestors are the second rarest type. Um, there's about nine, 10% of them in the world. At projectors, I believe there's like, I think it's 20%, okay. but I mean, I don't know who's really coming up with all of these, but that's He's counting. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they're the third rarest type. Um, and yeah, they just really have come here to be more of the guides to really like show us, you know, they're, they're more, you know, sort of helping, um, 
groups and tribes and communities like guide us to how to do things better or be better or live better. So yeah, I'm trying to think what else there is to say about projectors. Again, also can be really tough for them in a, you know, typical nine to five yes. uh, sort of corporate environment because again, they, you know, they, when they're giving of themselves, when they're, you know, when they're, when people have invited them, so say they're booking, you know, clients, they should never yes. really book or give of themselves more than like about three hours a day. The rest of the time they can spend, you know, honing in on their craft, learning, reading, like inwardly, you know, taking mm. in stuff. When they're giving out energy, they only have so much to give. So they need to be very aware and more protective of their energy because they only, they have a much, it's a much smaller amount that they have to give yes. out. So okay. project is really important for them to, you know, get rest to, I mean, it's important for everyone to rest if you need it. If your body's telling you to rest, don't fight it. Listen to your That's body. Fine. Projectors more so. And it's so interesting because a lot of my projector clients, when I give them the permission to rest, they're like, oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I nap. Yeah. So I have so many projector clients that are like, Thank you so much. I just had a wonderful nap. You know, they're like, write to me. <laughs> You know, for them, this is right because there might be creative ideas or something inspirational will yeah. come from the rest period. Absolutely. And that's another thing is so beautiful is we've been conditioned to think that like doing nothing is, is lazy and it's mm. wrong. And there's something wrong with you and you need to get up and go do stuff. And that's, and that's not correct. That's not right anymore. So we're shifting away from that paradigm and, and, and allowing people to see that if you need rest, there's actually power in that because when you rest, that's when you decompress. It's when you can let go of the energies yes. of that you've, that you've compiled over the day and you can like really reset your system and then you open yourself up to gaining more knowledge from the divine, right? You're like a channel. So that's when your ideas can come to you or you can really, you know, again, like just working on your craft. So yes. it's really important for all types to listen to those waves and listen. Yes. And we get into that too with when it comes to the, um, the different energy centers. There's certain centers that will tell you just for instance, the heart center, if somebody has this undefined, um, like myself, like I'm not meant to be constantly motivated and, and like going, 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 doing, you know. So when I have those times where I'm like, oh, I'm not motivated to do this, I just don't feel like doing that. I, it's not about forcing myself to do it because then that'll be energetically incorrect. That's right. So, you know, that's also, again, where all the layers come into play. But it's really, it's so important to listen to our bodies and to, to really, to, to um, honor them. That's right. And if your body's telling you it's tired and it needs rest, listen, don't push against it because yeah, that's and, when you're going to... And I think more. it's very powerful in a family situation, as you said, if you know maybe one of your children or your husband, you are maybe one is a generator, perhaps has a lot more energy, another person is a projector, you know that actually their energy levels might be different and the generator yeah. might feel, well, why are you feeling low? Like, why do you need, why do you need rest? I don't yeah. feel that. You should feel exactly how I feel. Like, so that awareness helps the relationship as well, isn't it? Yes. I, I mean, my, like I said, my favorite thing to do is to do, is to do relationship readings, like families, um, business partners, kids, husbands, wives, whatever, because yes. really there is a power in understanding ourselves 
and then understanding the other, right? You have more compassion for each other. Yeah. And, we, and there's less resistance and less issues that are created when we do understand each other on this deeper level because then we can see it through a different lens. You know, and this has absolutely helped my family immensely, you know, being such all three different energy types. Yeah. Like now I see my husband, I know he'll work in bursts. And then when he needs to rest, he rests, you know, and he's, he really does live in his design. And for me, like, I don't really, I don't need rest much in my life, <laughs> you know, because manifesting generators are just like, we have a lot of energy, yes. uh, but when I do need to rest then I know, wow, I've really pushed myself to the limit. I still, you know, I need to just relax. Um, and another thing about projectors or any type that has, that doesn't have the sacral energy is often they are the ones so this is why it's sometimes hard to like just see someone and know what type they are because they're often the ones who actually work themselves to death, especially projectors. Oh, because wow. They don't have that sacral energy, which also helps you know when to stop, you know, so they don't know when to stop. So they, they like kind of get, they're, they're the ones who can have FOMO quite a lot. You know, they're like, okay. you know, I need to like go out there. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. So that's interesting. They can be the ones that, oh, I've got to work really hard. I've got to slave. I've got to like, you know, really put in all the energy. And that's why it's really important for them to really like learn how to like tap into their bodies and listen to their energy, right? To listen to when they're feeling low or, you know, not energized and to not force themselves against how they're feeling, right? Yes. And that's also to play with conditioning and all that. So, yeah, projectors, they um, they just, again, need to just, everyone needs to be aware and listen to their body about how you're feeling, what your energy is, and follow that, right? Yes. But I think they as we are saying, like they can, they have this tendency that they can burn out if they don't yes. notice this about them. Um, Absolutely. And everyone has that tendency, right? And that's what happens when you're overgiving of your energy um, in a place where you should be, you know, where you're saying yes, where you should be saying no, right? And that's all energy types, but very much more specifically projectors because, you know, or anyone without a sacral center, um, because they are so, you know, because they don't have that consistent energy to tap into. So very important. And and with projectors, like we were saying, I think, you know, just separately, you and I were talking about, there are even three different types of projectors, um, which mean different things. So even when I do a reading with a projector, I also then look at like the subcategory that they fall into as well, which makes a difference as to where they are in their lives as well, or how to use their energy or how they could be, how they may be using it in the wrong way. Yes. So, Perfect. Very interesting. And then the last type is um, what we call reflectors. Mm. And these are the most rare type. These are super rare. They're like the unicorns of the, of the earth. Yeah. Um, really beautiful beings also, again, obviously. Um, but they, when you look at a chart and there's nine centers, um, which are either colored in or, or white, which is open, um, they have zero defined centers. So they are very open beings. They literally feel the energy um, of the whole world around them. Uh, so they really, they've come here to like reflect back to people, like the true essence of who they are. So they're like the, refle they're like the, ref the reflectors. They literally reflect. Uh, so it's really important for them to be in environments mm. that they feel very um, aligned with because the environment is all energy, right? And so it's really important for them to be, to be within that environment. So 
yeah, I mean, that's we can talk about them for a lot because they're, they're very um, different, very interesting beings. Um, and are they reflecting the energy of the environment that they're in? So if it's a yes. high vibrational positive energy, they'll be magnifying it. Exactly. They, they magnify everything. They'll magnify emotions and, and fear and anxiety and desires and all these things because, sorry, my... Yeah, no problem. Hello. <laughs> so yeah um thank you kim this is a reflection of working mothers in a work environment i'm the same i just had two of my boys interjecting some of my calls and that's just the reality of our life it's just just like well thank you so much and i really hope people have found this really useful so tell them where they can find you Awesome. So um, you can find me on my website, which is just literally kimwellington.com. Um, and then and then you can, you know, contact me through there if you wish to have a reading with me. Or I also, my Instagram is kimwelly. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I use it as, as, a, as a platform, but not as intensely. It's more, you know, more my website, more than anything. Um, but if you want to look at, you know, getting your chart, you can look at jovianarchive.com and that's a place where you can generate your chart and see what your type is. And and then there's, you know, like I said, there's so many layers. You can see what your profile is, but it doesn't give you too much information on there. So you kind of have to dig around yourself to like search for things or find a reader who you feel, you know, aligned with who you feel drawn to, to help you understand and translate the the whole chart perfect well thank you so much for your time and um, oh, yeah so speak thank to you soon. so much for having, for having me on here and chatting and a lot this is obviously what i love <laughs> to talk about